0: All right, I just wanted to get myself situated. Where's your beer? The quick
1: brown fox jumps over the lazy gray dog. Where's your beer? The quick brown fox oh, my jumps over the lazy gray dog. I'm practicing my enunciation pronunciation. <laughs> my beer is in my belly.
0: Already? Yes. Dang. All right, welcome back to the Miss Art World podcast. Whoop, <laughs> whoop. Uh, We just rebranded and uh, I'm sure you guys are all aware of that, Uh, mainly because our wonderful co-host Lisa has just gotten busy and has way too much life stuff going on, but we are continuing on with the show. I am joined tonight by my husband, Tyler.
1: Officially, there's a ring
0: involved. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
1: The the sad news of Lisa uh, no longer co-hosting. Miss Art World podcast uh, saddens all of us greatly. However, uh, now this has become a full Dungeons & Dragons channel (laughs) uh, dedicated solely to D&D and the adventures and exploits of Dungeon Masters everywhere.
0: Have you been on the podcast before? I know we've recorded, but I don't know if we've used... The podcast.
1: Oh, I have no idea. I don't listen to the podcast.
0: (laughs) Okay. So Tyler was banned from talking about Dungeons and Dragons when Lisa was co-hosting. The very first episode. Yeah. now Which might not have been used. You're right. Go crazy. with Voices and all kinds of things.
1: I don't do voices.
0: Yes, you do voices. I have
1: never done a voice before.
0: Uh, So Tyler is my husband, but he is not an artist. No. He is a traffic engineer?
1: Uh I'm in engineering
0: he's in engineering you're well you're in traffic really right i'm in
1: yeah tr- traffic engineering transportation management but I, the it's just engineering the just the general blanket mm-hmm. is an easy way to put it
0: but we've been together for about eight years
1: feels like forever
0: and <laughs> in a good way right
1: oh yeah it's time flies when you're having fun. <laughs>
0: And so along our eight years of dating, poor Tyler has had to do many, many art projects with me. Why is it sad? What do you mean? Like,
1: poor Tyler. Like, that's wonderful. I get to share these experiences with You just said it was
0: long years.
1: Yeah, I know. I said they were wonderful. It feels like forever. Time flies. (laughs) You said it sarcastically. No, no.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. You hear what you want. But being able to share... Our listeners know. They can tell by your
0: Sharing a wonderful
1: time with my wife, doing uh, events in the arts, uh, has been a treasure. And it's one of the reasons I love you.
0: One of my favorite stories of...
1: That's the kind of affection I get back (laughs) for, okay?
0: I love you too. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite stories is when Tyler and I first started dating. And he didn't know that much about art. But he knew that I liked art. So, to quality bond with me, he brought over a puzzle. I think it was like multiple puzzles, right? It was a four pack. It was a four pack puzzle.
1: Thomas Kincaid's.
0: (laughs) Mm hmm. And we did it together, one of them. I still have it, it's in a drawer. But uh, he didn't realize at the time, it was much later in our. No, that was it.
1: That was when I learned that you couldn't see.
0: Oh no, I was talking about how I disliked Thomas Kincaid.
1: Oh. I I discovered then that you, <laughs> you hated puzzles because you couldn't you, you couldn't see them very. Puzzles well. are just boring.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but um, I thought it was cute because you associated Thomas Kincaid with uh, art, and this is something she must like. Yeah. And so the it was yeah. very sweet that you, put in the effort. Yeah get a puzzle of an artist that isn't really... Con- well, do you I like Thomas Kinkade? Can- I <laughs> would consider
1: Thomas Kincaid fine art. You would? But only the Thomas Kincaids. Now, when other people do that type of Thomas Kincaid landscape, I mean, Bob Ross could be in the same vein, but uh, your definition of fine art is th- that they... The, the people who originate that style... Get the title of fine art for that style and then everybody else is just crafting after them.
0: But that's the thing with Thomas and Kate is he was just, he wasn't doing anything new. He just did
1: a style better than
0: most other artists.
1: Yeah, you, you qualify that too. You've, you've been there. Yeah, if you do it better than everybody else, that counts.
0: It does count. <clears throat> but I just his artwork isn't what I would qualify as art.
1: You wouldn't even qualify it no, as cause art? No, because it's
0: not conceptual. I th- think of it as a craft.
1: No, that's baloney. And you go back and forth on this all the time. You get in a rut where it's, if it's not conceptual. Conceptual art is a type of fine art. Yeah, it is it's not the, the only, only art. type no, of fine art. No, that's baloney. Conceptual art is a type of art. And that's the type of art, type of fine art you prefer. The difference between fine art and craft, let me tell you something. Oh, please. Don't look at me like that, <laughs> all right, viewers? Uh, if the dungeon master would say, and she stared across at me with a glare. <laughs> Smoldering With daggers, eyes. yeah. Yeah, flaming spears shot out from her eyes, <laughs> trying to penetrate my very soul. But the point is, conceptual art is not the only type of fine art. And you are folly to the fact that you default to conceptual art only.
0: I don't default. I just think <laughs> it's the strongest form of art ever.
1: Okay, so the wonderful <laughs> art that is Thomas Kincaid <laughs> is art. It's just not, and it's a fine art because I think that it, it is a classic. It is up there with that, you know, the Bob Ross of that. You're okay yeah so
0: that's why you're considering fine art is a bob ross it is i thought you were gonna say like Mm. up there with da vinci well it's not
1: no then maybe i'm using classic because actually in art the classic era means something right yes so those aren't classics because that's wrong because that means something that's where i'm not educated i don't have art history (laughs) i didn't go to school for art history but uh they are definitely they have a a genre and a place in culture and society that makes them a fine art Uh, there's, you know, that's what makes the classics. The classics too, is that we love them now for the culture that they have at the time. We've classified them based on their time period into different eras, the classic era, the Renaissance, the whatever. But, uh, those definitely need to be considered art. They're not craft. It's craft if you're painting and twisting with those.
0: Would you buy a Thomas Kincaid? Me? No. Would you hang it in your house? Me, no. If you were gifted it, no. Why not? Because I don't. I don't
1: like the style like you. That that's just not my style. Oh, but, but that you doesn't appreciate mean. It? But that doesn't mean it's not art. You can't say it's not it's art. It's not art. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yes, it's art. Just because mm-hmm. I don't like that art doesn't mean it's not art. <laughs> that's not the style of art that I would hang in my home.
0: Okay, moving on. Can we move on for this podcast? By the way, we're gonna go over art news, and then we're gonna go into search engine optimization for those of you who are artists and want to know a little bit more about it. Okay. Art news. You ready? Yeah. Okay. This is kind of old news now, but I wanted to talk about it in the last podcast that never happened. So, um, Keanu Reeves yes. is, has a new, is dating someone new.
1: Is he dating her? Is that official?
0: Yeah, it's official.
1: Mm, officially? I officially I didn't see that it was official.
0: Yeah, it's in the news. It's coming me.
1: suspected that he was because he went on
0: no, he's dating her. Okay. Um, dating artist Alexandra Grant, who's an LA based artist. she uses text in her work. The reason I want to talk about this. She uses text. Text. Okay. Um, the reason I want to bring this up is because I felt sad. And a little bit of anger because now, when you Google her, it's not
1: her art, it's her that she's, art. Dating it's Keanu the,
0: she's with Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And so now she's, and even in some news articles, it's like Keanu Reeves is dating artists. They don't even name her. And she's like a really well successful artist.
1: What, what do you mean? So, all right. Isn't that the goal of every artist to become so synonymous with art that they just say
0: artist? <laughs> no, that is not the goal <laughs> at all. She should be named. She's a professional, successful artist and I hate the fact that now she's just dating Keanu Reeves. And a lot of people were um, discussing so, her looks yeah, because she looks it, too old. She looks too old. But so Keanu Reeves is fifty-five.
1: Yeah, yeah, but he looks like he's twenty. Well, yeah, he's actually aged a lot recently. Mm-hmm. The The John Wicks really beat him up.
0: Well, yeah, if you go through all that.
1: Yeah, the punches. trauma of having your dog murdered
0: It takes a oh, toll. on you. Spoiler alert: the
1: dog <laughs> is murdered in the first one.
0: Well, she's only forty-six. Yeah, but I she's she doesn't a even raise the gray. I think she looks great. Yeah, I think she does too. And he doesn't need to be dating a 20 something year old girl. It's nice that he's dating someone.
1: Keanu Reeves is like one of the most genuine people out yeah. there. Like, we're beating a dead horse by being like getting on the Keanu bandwagon here. <laughs> the moral of the story is when you look at her successful art career, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if she's just the le- least, the the lesser famous person in the pair. Will so always be the... She, so it's always going to be Keanu Reeves because he's just significantly, by scale, more successful. Mm-hmm. And that's not her fault or right? anything. She's a successful artist and that's wonderful. And in the art community, uh, I would be surprised to see that in art newspapers or magazines or blogs or websites or whatever art people use to communicate with each other, Twitter, uh, that it goes, Keanu Reeves is this. In mainstream media, it should be, Keanu Reeves' girlfriend is an artist. But in the art circle, if she's that successful, it'll be... I still don't even know her name. Alexandra. Alexandra is dating Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. So uh, in your research, where were your sources of information? Was it Yahoo homepage? Uh, no, it was Art
0: uh, art News.
1: And in, in Art News, did it name her?
0: In Art News, it did. Yeah. See. But he was always <clears throat> first. It was like, Keanu Reeves is dating... Alexander, Grant.
1: Yeah. and But she's named in that because in, in that circle, that's where she has her base of mm-hmm. uh, success. But who, if she was dating some city engineer, it's not going to be city engineer so-and-so <laughs> is dating an artist. Yeah. The more famous person is always going to be in the mainstream media. I wonder focus.
0: how she is dealing or if she likes that or... How it's affected her career.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's interesting. I think affecting her career, it probably... There's definitely a benefit to dating an incredibly successful person. Mm -hmm. Because people that want to get close to you because of that other successful person will try and use you, which is unfortunate. But you still get success from that. Yeah. it's the wrong reasons. They're in, in the relationship for the wrong reasons. Not the dating couple, but...
0: Well then what happens when they break up?
1: They'll never break up. It's love. I'm optimistic.
0: I'm so glad you are.
1: Yeah. Jeez. I I would say I'm hopelessly No, okay. recklessly optimistic.
0: No, that wasn't it. It was um relentless. I
1: yeah, I'm relentlessly <laughs> optimistic, okay? I'm so glad. Yeah, I heard that in someone else's podcast.
0: Dolly Parton.
1: Oh, Dolly Parton podcast.
0: Yeah. My what? friend side side story. <laughs> Because now we're confusing everyone. My friend from my MFA program, Allie, sent me a Wonderful text. artist. She's great. Yeah, we'll tack her in this. Um, very talented. Uh, she works mainly in pencil. Very detailed pencil drawings. Um, but she texted me that I reminded her of Dolly Parton in this podcast because of my relentless optimism. <laughs> so... Yep. Now I'm listening to the podcast because I don't know yeah. much about Dolly Parton.
1: I don't either. Is she even alive? I think she's dead.
0: Oh, I think she's alive. Dolly I don't Parton? know. I'm on episode one. Oh, she's <laughs> so a babe. We'll find out. Yeah. Um. Okay. Next news story. Uh, f- starting January first, there's going to be free admission to MoCA because of a ten million dollar gift from board president Carolyn Powers.
1: Mocha. Mocha. Help help me out here.
0: Mocha. M-O-C-K. Oh, Not Moa,
1: right? Not the one in Lancaster, but Mocha?
0: Yeah, Mocha. So it's the modern art museum um, in L.A. It's a really big one.
1: Nonprofit?
0: Uh, I don't know if it's a nonprofit.
1: Wow. You're supposed to be an expert. It
0: probably is. I'm not sure. I I would think the Hammer Museum is a nonprofit, but it's not. Because it's connected to UCLA.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So I'd have to look into that. It's that probably means, a nonprofit. That
1: means it's a nonprofit. What? It's a government agency. It's it's not for profit. Yeah,
0: but there's still different rules. There
1: are different rules, but it, it's my question: when you're dealing with a donation like that, if you're donate, I'm thinking of it from the the IRS side. Did somebody donate to a nonprofit? Therefore, the president is it even? I'm sure it's okay, but if the president of a company donates to his own company, is he allowed to write it off on his taxes?
0: The president of the board, yes. Because when you're on a board for a non which it probably is, you're expected to donate. So, at Studio Channel Island... But
1: is that a tax deductible? Yes. Okay.
0: Because you're not gaining any... You can't... I'm not sure if you're an employee, you can do it, but you're not gaining any other financial benefit. Who is this guy? It's a lady, oh, Carolyn I'm Powers. Sorry.
1: Carolyn Is she cute? She's single? Hopefully. She's donating 10 million. I don't think she's single. Ooh, never stopped me before.
0: <laughs> yeah, 10 million dollars, but it took eight months. So she donated this gift at their annual gala and people were wondering why it was taking so long to come in effect. Mm-hmm. Do you know why? What would be your... England.
1: Why it took so long for the money to...
0: To present the outcome of now the museum's free. People are like, why is it taking so long?
1: Hmm. My, my suspect would be that it, transactions of that amount of money take time. was one. The, the second would be, I would want to know more about the time. And then maybe just by creating it within a fiscal year... Or a calendar year makes sense on a budget scale. So even if I donated the money in a January, not January, like a July, if I was going to do it on the calendar year, that would make sense. Oh, you'll just wait, and then all of next year will be free.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: there's all kinds of financial reasons, but uh, I'm not a finance expert, so I'm not sure. It doesn't sound suspect to me unless people are trying to be like, oh, they weren't going to do it until we found out that it happened.
0: (laughs) Well, I thought it was interesting... Be, and, like, very logical when I was reading why it took eight months and probably all the reasons you said, but also because when something becomes free, attendance skyrockets. Yeah. So it, you have to plan for more people coming in the yeah. door, more security, more Absolutely. gallery attendance. Makes sense. So it takes a long time to hire those people, train them. Yeah, prepare for breading.
1: a surge of... That makes sense to me.
0: So... January 1st, if you're in LA, you can go to Mocha for free. And also, side note, the Hammer is free too, and it's worth going to. So
1: we essentially just uh, exasperated their problem by advertising their own free services <laughs> uh, and you know, justifying the fact that they had to hire more staff.
0: Mm-hmm. It's nice when a museum's free. Uh, yeah. In Washington, D.C., a lot of those museums are free, and I think it makes a big difference to have everyone um, from different classes
1: like, uh, uh I get what you're saying you know that's a, yeah the a mixing of class because it's free
0: yeah so you don't have to pay $25 to go in and when you are strapped for oh, money well, you won't do that but if it's free you have free access to art and same, culture mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah no I, I think it's good are we gonna go we should go we definitely should go means no I mean I've been, but I don't know if you have. Not since it was free. It'd be okay. different. We should definitely go now. Yeah, free. now that it's
1: more crowded. <laughs> we-
0: we'll wait a couple months, it'll die down. Okay, next story.
1: Okay, okay. Mocha, I'm trying to look up actually real quick. I wanna confirm that it was a uh non profit. Okay. Uh and um I didn't have a chance in that short amount of time to talk and look at this to find out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh who knows? Who knows? Next one.
0: Okay, I need you to say the name of this one, though, because I don't know how to say it. Maurizio? And then the last name?
1: Catalans? Catalans? I don't know. Maurizio.
0: Maurizio.
1: Maurizio. It's a me, Isn't Maurizio. My- <laughs> hey, my brother, Luigi
0: <laughs> And you don't do voices? No, I don't have
1: a device. This is who I am. You don't know me? Hey! This
0: we have definitely. now been joined on the podcast by Maurizio. Yeah, my name is Maurizio. Maurizio, your uh, toilet, your golden toilet named oh. America, was yeah, stolen. See,
1: Maurizio is a plumber, you see? <laughs> yeah. Maurizio is a plumber. My golden toilet. Yes, I received it
0: when I uh, defeated that evil monster Bowser. Oh my gosh. Okay, so his piece. Titled America is a 18-karat gold toilet. Yes. Um, It's fully functioning, or Mm. it was fully functioning before it was was stolen. Mm -hmm. Um, It was 5 a.m. on (laughs) September 14th.
1: Okay. Dun, dun,
0: dun. (laughs) When the thieves struck and ripped the toilet from its... Pole, it's hmm. Toilet um,
1: Where it was secured What
0: are those called? Pipes Right? There's pipes to a the toilet There are pipes to a toilet I mean it's not
1: mounted to the pipes The pipes are attached know, to the toilet It
0: caused a small flood Oh no mm-hmm.
1: Where was it mounted? Where was was that at this guy's home? Was it a museum? So it was how, how a how do you have
0: palace a palace f- in England
1: Alright you're going to have to Palace at England could mean a palace lot of things Palace
0: in England it's a palace in England.
1: So at a palace in England. hmm Not this- like the palace. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the palace. Hold on. Let me tell
0: you what palace it is. Uh, okay. <laughs> I have it up. Because
1: that could be a very different. Like, oh, yes. Yeah, so, so someone broke into the Buckingham Palace and stole a golden toilet. Like, that's... It, I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. I'm The real question is, why does Buckingham Palace have a golden toilet titled America? Blenheim.
0: Blenheim. Blenheim
1: Palace. Interesting. In southern England. Mm -hmm.
0: um, Home of Winston Churchill. Churchill. So uh, this was a fully functioning toilet and visitors could pay to use it. (laughs) So my question to you is, would you pay to use the toilet? I'm not sure how much it costs. Uh, to me, I feel like it's priceless. I would totally do it.
1: You would pay? There's Heck no yeah. way I would pay to, to
0: use, use a of solid
1: gold toilet. Yes. No.
0: I would. Uh, you think it's colder than porcelain on your behind?
1: Significantly.
0: Yeah, that would be cold.
1: The thermal conductivity of <laughs> metal is far more. Than I would porcelain. still use it. There's no way I would use it. <laughs> Why not? To, if it was free, sure. To pay? If it pays, I'm putting
0: a knife in my boot and I'm chipping a piece off. That's horrible. I'm going to get that back. Okay, so there's a lot. Of, it's been gone for two months and hasn't been seen since.
1: Bum, bum,
0: bum. But there's a lot of theories. Okay. Okay. So,
1: one: Donald Trump stole it.
0: Well, yeah, maybe. Uh, probably not. They offered him the golden toilet to go into the White House because he requested a different art piece and they said no but you can have this toilet and he refused. <laughs> um but okay. So some <clears> theories <throat> since police are still looking for the John. Some people think that it's still on the site of the palace, but the site has two lakes and you could dump it in the lake and then come back for it for in like a year when people forget about it. Okay. Okay. Um, some people think that it is on a building site because they're building new houses near this palace. Okay. So it would be an easy place to hide something. Um, some people think that it flew out of Britain because two miles away from the palace is the airport. So it'd be easy. And then others think that it's a hoax, but the police think that was probably melted down within 24 hours because it's worth about $4 million in gold.
1: The, uh, the police are on to something here. Uh, so let, let's go over the facts. A, if you have the ability to rip a toilet out, uh, which really they didn't even need to rip it out. Like removing a toilet's not hard. You could do it with a couple basic tools. Depends on how it was secured. Judging by the photo I'm seeing here, uh, it doesn't look like it's additionally secured other than any other regular toilet.
0: Well, it has to be. Well, yeah, that's true. Okay, continue. Yeah,
1: any other regular toilet, mm-hmm. which means, you know, they needed a wrench, maybe a screwdriver. So to just standard removal of a toilet, you could walk in with hand tools and do it. Okay. Um,
0: the, could one person carry it out That's
1: alone? That's going to be the issue. Is it's going to be heavy, mm. gold, gold density of gold like it's gonna be a heavy toilet but not that heavy two people could probably do it one person mm, that's tough Mm. but you know a skateboard a dolly something like that piece of cake two people a struggle but not impossible um one person i mean we're talking you've got to be ripped uh real ripped Mm -hmm. you know world's strongest man type of rep in in my expert gym opinion. Uh, but yeah, melting it down, easy way to get rid of the evidence. But if you have the capability to, to take it out of the building or out of the palace, you really can just drive, you you have a truck or a car and you've put it in there and getting it, why would you stash it in a lake to come back two years later? Mm-hmm. No, that's a stupid theory. Whoever's theory that is
0: dumb? It was the gardener's. <laughs> I think the gardener's hoping that they'll pop up. Yeah. the gardener.
1: <laughs> he can... I don't blame him. If I was the gardener, I'd be like, man, I wish I could just stumble upon that toilet. Sure would be could nice. got to
0: be here someplace.
1: However, the gardener of a palace is actually probably a, a pretty good job to have. Uh, that's significant. So I, I don't want to, to actually bash the intelligence of the gardener. That, that, that's a serious job. Uh, two... The theory of it's in another building nearby at a job site? No, that's a stupid theory. Whoever had it isn't dumb though.
0: Uh, (laughs) Okay. Just a stupid theory. (laughs) Who
1: had that theory? I don't know. Okay. Um, Yeah, no. If you're gonna leave, flying it away because the airport's nearby, could happen.
0: That's about two miles away. Airport uh, plane. No. I because you gotta check the cargo.
1: Yeah, like. Well, no, if, if someone out of the country flies it away, they're going to fly it away. they can fly it away at any airport. They're just going to car. Why not just ship it in a crate? Yeah. Like, it could very well be intact. Almost anywhere. Sorry, I've got hiccups a little bit. Uh, but the, the I think the cops are onto something. It's very easy to melt the gold down, cash gold in for money. Uh, slowly, over time, legitimately, like...
0: Do people, when people go and cash gold in, is there a question of where they got the gold? Sometimes, sometimes not. Hmm.
1: Depends on how much. If you came in with bricks and bricks of gold, yeah. But if you said, hey, you know, just, I'm going to melt this down and here's a scraggly piece of gold and turn that in, people be like, oh, yeah, here's a couple hundred bucks. Then you come back later and you're like, oh, hey, some other gold. Here's a chunk of gold. Oh, okay, here's a couple hundred bucks, like... It's going to take work, but you could end up getting a lot of gold, you know, a lot of millions of dollars. Slowly over time. That's one. Well, if you're trying to hide it, that's a good way to do it slowly over time. Um. You know, but you can go to a lot of places and turn in precious metals and get money.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's also like the black market, right? Someone would buy that from other people and they would change hands. Yeah. You know... I mean, it could not be melted down and be on the black market as a art piece that happens all the time.
1: Well, you're not going to melt it down.
0: No, I'm saying that if they kept it as an art piece, it could still be out there. Exactly.
1: If they kept it as the art, I think it's worth more as the art piece.
0: I think so too.
1: But I think the, how easy it looks to remove that toilet, I don't think it necessarily. (laughs) Bless you. Excuse me.
0: I'm surprised with something that is so valuable that they didn't have, like, alarms and security yeah. and video cameras. Um, but six people have been arrested, but they've all been... Acquitted. Released without charge.
1: Yeah. Uh, funny. Funny. Is that why you got a new toilet recently?
0: I got a new toilet? Yeah. I didn't get a
1: new toilet. Yeah, no, you just ordered. You said there's that big crate. It's heavy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: I was in England recently. Yeah. I wouldn't know how to take a toilet off. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm pregnant, so that's more than 20 pounds. I can't (laughs) carry it. Yeah. But I think this would be a really fun, um, like, murder mystery dinner.
1: You could do theme, that.
0: Where we could paint our toilet gold.
1: Paint the toilet gold murder mystery and then remove our own toilet yes. in the middle of the night? Yes. No.
0: It would be epic.
1: No. You wouldn't even take the bidet off. I had to do that for you.
0: That's true. I really don't like removing toilets that people have used. Um, <laughs> Lacey Chandler, who's nine, was very confused on why someone would steal a toilet because it's been... Uh, used by other people's bums it's been pooped on i know yeah Uh, would you poop on it if i'm
1: paying for it i'm pooping in it
0: you there's gotta be like a time limit (laughs)
1: laxative i'm going in there and i'm squirting some poo
0: on that note yeah (laughs) uh that was the news stories um so before (laughs) we get into search engine optimization I want to give a quick shout out to our good friend, Ryan, who has his epic opening on Saturday, uh, the 23rd of November at Tag Gallery from 6 to, I think, 8 o'clock, 6 to 8. Um, check out our Instagram page, Miss Art World Podcast, um, because I have been posting um, teasers of his show, but it should be really great. And it's also paired with a show that he's curated um, on queer art. So check that out if you are in Hollywood. I Is think it's Hollywood?
1: in Hollywood. Oh, no. I
0: know. I think no. it's in Hollywood. I don't think it's in At Hollywood. At Tag Gallery. I don't think sure? Wilshire? It's
1: I, I don't know. Okay. I've been there. I don't remember. But you're just not good with the LA. I'm spots, really not. That-
0: one thing I wanted to touch on for today's podcast is search engine optimization. I actually had a job in between uh, getting my first real job at working at this like really weird website place where I basically had to sit at my computer and do uh, search engine optimization keyword searches for different websites. It was awful. It was the worst job. I. Uh, ever had. So I think I was there for three months and then I finally got um, a different job in the arts and I was much happier. But anyways, this is a really important thing that artists need to be aware of. I know it's a headache. I know we really just want to create art and we don't want to be bothered with websites and social media and all these different things. But it is going to make a huge difference having your website not only look professional but also be ranked professionally. Uh, so when I what I mean by that is you want to have your website be one of the top when people search for, for instance for me, performance artists. I'm not there yet but uh, I've recognized that it's something that I need to work on and it's something that I Am not I don't have a whole lot of expertise in so I need to do research in order to make my website perform better on the Google so I did some research for all of us and a couple of things that I found out and anyone who doesn't know how uh, websites get higher rankings on Google Basically, Google has bots that crawl through the internet and they look at your website and they look at a number of different things on your website, keywords, your title, your description, also how active your website is, how many people are going to it, how often you update it. They collect all of this information and spit out where your ranking is on Google. And so you really want to avoid being the fourth page because honestly, all of us go to Google, we search for what we're looking for, and I honestly don't often go to page two of Google. I just look at what I'm looking at on page one, and if it's not there, then I refine my Google search. So number one thing to think about is authority. And what I mean by this is how long your website has been active. So authority is one of three things that affects your Google ranking. How long has your website been active? For me, I think my website has been about two years. And for me, I've always had this challenge of rebranding myself every couple years and hopefully now that I have the Miss Art World uh, title as my artist name, And I'm intending to keep it until I leave this earth. (laughs) I will not be rebranding. But every time you rebrand your website, so if you're changing your website's name, that means you're starting over. So please, 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 when you're thinking about what your website is going to be called, Um, make sure you're thinking about it being something that will stand the test of time because the longer you're up on Google the better it will be on your rankings they say about two years is when a website is fully established so if you're just starting your website there's nothing really you can do about helping your uh, authority on the website but it's better to start now than later because you're just gonna start Giving that time as soon as possible. And two years will go by fast, I promise you. So the second thing that is really important um, to your search engine optimization is called inbound links. And inbound links are when other sites redirect to your site. So if you have a membership at an artist collective, and they have a membership page, and they have your website listed, that will help your Google ranking. So start reaching out um, to artists' memberships. Also, when the press covers you, see if they can add your website to when the article is published. Any type of inbound links is really great for your website. I do know that there are some artists that create groups for each other and will then link their friends in their groups to each other's websites. That will also help if that makes sense to you and to your artist relationships with other people. So the third thing is content. And I I should have known this, but I didn't really think about it. Uh, so I will be super honest with you guys. I... I'm not good with writing. I'm not a writer. I don't like it. It's not fun for me. Uh, Writing my artist statement or descriptions or even proposals for art concepts is always just a big hassle. It takes me forever. And so for my website, I really don't have enough writing. So I'll put up my new work and I'll title it. I'll give it a price tag and the size and then be done with it right? Well, that's actually really bad because Google doesn't recognize images. So I can put up an image of a new nail painting and Google doesn't see anything about the image or what it means. So in order for me to have people find my work, I need to write a description of what it is, what inspired me, why I'm making this art for almost every single piece that I put up. because the number of words, keywords that you're using on your website all filters into your Google um, to your search engine, engine optimization. That doesn't mean that you should cheat and have in the background just performance art, performance art, performance art, or artist, 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 LA, best artist in LA, over and over and over hidden in your background. There have been companies that have done this, and this will help your ranking on Google, but it's also a big no-no, and Google will kick you out. So make sure that you're using proper sentences, that you're not just pulling in keywords and dropping them in wherever because they'll find you. And you definitely don't want to be kicked out or uh, dropped off of, Goog- of the Google. So make sure you have great content. I, If you're not a writer, find someone who's a close friend that can write about your artwork for you. I'm almost at that point where I'd rather just pay someone to do it for me because I'm I'm just not great at writing and I don't enjoy it. I'm the artist. I'm making the work. Um, I do know that there are people out there that you can hire to write about your artwork. That might be worth it if you're financially set and can afford to do that. If not, you can find someone that you can exchange. Um, your artwork for their time and energy, writing about their work. There's lots of ways around it. Basically, don't be lazy. I'm talking to myself. And actually sit down and create content for my website. Content also is writing a blog. Something I'm just never, ever going to do. This is what basically podcasting is for me or the videos that I put up on YouTube is me blogging because I'm never gonna be a blogger. If you're a blogger, you're 110% ahead of us all. Um, The problem is having your blog hosted on a different site like Tumblr doesn't help your website. So of course have your blog on on, uh, Tumblr or any other sites that you have your blog on but you should definitely have your blog content on your website as well. Or if you're writing art criticism, have it on your website so those little Google bots will count all those words, all those keywords and will help your Google rating. Basically, just have a whole lot of content about who you are, what you're doing on your website and that will help you. So those are the three main things that really affect where you land on Google. Keywords. and So search engine optimization is basically getting your rankings up. And one of the best things to do is figuring out your keywords. And so one thing you have to do is think about how people are searching for you. So if you have a difficult um, artist name or you have a very popular name, you have to figure out if someone loses your card at the opening and they're trying to find you on Google, what are the key things that they are going to type in in order to find you? For me, I always put as a keyword pageant artist because people associate me with pageants naturally. So that is a keyword that I have um, on my website so that if people are looking for that pageant artist or that beauty queen artist, I pop up. So think about what identifiers to you and your artwork. Even if you, like I said, have a difficult spelled name and people always spell your name with a different letter, put that in your website because that might be a key indicator of why people aren't finding you. And it can be as simple as a short blog about how people always misspell your name and these are the different iterations of your name or do an art piece about that or something to incorporate that so that it is easier to find you through Google when people don't have easy access to your card or your Instagram or they met you and they don't really remember your name, but it sounds like... So really use some, um, some critical thinking on that task and then incorporate anything that you can think of into your website. The next few things I want to talk about is if you're an artist um, who doesn't have a website, get a website right away because it's very important. Um, if you do have a website... Go through the back end again and make sure that all of your uh, boxes, so when it says title of your website, description of your website, um, anything like that, make sure those are filled in in the about section. I uh, personally use Wix for my website. I really enjoy it. They've made things very easy. For me and they have a checklist and anything that I haven't done, uh, it will notify me like, Hey, you haven't signed up for a, currently they want me to do a bot where if someone goes to my website, a bot can help them answer questions that doesn't really work for my website, but I appreciate that it's up there and I could use it if I wanted to, um, I don't know what my bot would say, but um, maybe that's something I should explore, I'm not sure. Anyways, go to your website, make sure all of those boxes are filled in because if someone is Google searching you and they search your name or they search uh, your type of art and your website pops up, but the title of your website is my site and then it has your artist name, they're less likely to click on it, and I didn't know this. This I didn't know this at first, and I made this mistake with the podcast website. Is I hadn't I had the title of the uh, podcast website correct, but I didn't have the header, and the header was what people were gonna see when they were looking um, at the Google search page. So I changed that right away to make sure that people could see it in a more professional light. Because if you have the my site, it definitely feels like a more amateur move. Also, what I just joined, and I should have joined a long time ago, but they ha- Google has a bunch of different websites to help you build your search engine optimization one of those websites is called Search or Google Search Console. Also, Google Analytics. Now, I'm not gonna lie; it was a little bit difficult for me to kind of navigate how to connect Google Analytics and the Google Search Console to my website. But after a few googling of you know Wix uh, connecting Google Analytics step-by-step, I was able to figure out, and now I can better track who's coming to my website, what are they clicking on, and it will actually give you the keywords that you should include on your website. And that's huge and very helpful. So if you haven't done that with your website, do that. Um, If you're looking for someone to do your website for you, please make sure that they know exactly what they're talking about. Uh, You don't want to pay someone that isn't familiar with all of these different things. Um, And a lot of people can do a website very easily now, but if you want to set yourself apart from the pack, either do a lot of research yourself or hire someone that actually knows what they're doing. So that about wraps it up. Hopefully this was helpful. I also wanted to share, I am currently looking for participants in my upcoming performance piece, Diversity Walks and Talks that will be at the LA Art Show this year, super excited. I'm looking for anyone that wants to participate. I am going and doing interviews, very short interviews with each person. These interviews will play during uh, the runway show, part of the performance. And each participant gets to walk the runway wearing whatever they want as a true show of LA's diversity. So if you're interested, please, please, please reach out to me. Uh, you can DM me on Instagram, Miss Art World, or the podcast Instagram, also missartworld at gmail.com. And of course, love you guys. Bye.